Hey, hey, friends, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 42. All right, today we're going to be talking about self care. <laughs> now, I don't know how many of you feel like self care is getting overused a lot, or it's like, yeah, you have to take care of yourself. You need to do self care to the point where it's like, oh, I have to add another thing to my list. I don't want to do that. I'm already doing so much. I don't have much time, right? We've kind of got this other narrative going now about self-care that we don't have time for it or that it's just not important enough because maybe it's not as rejuvenating as you were thinking it should have been. And you might be right. So what is self-care? When you go to the good old internet, self-care has been defined as the process of taking care of oneself with behaviors that promote health and active management of illnesses when it occurs. Individuals engage in some form of self-care with food choices, exercise, and sleep. Now, I actually agree with a lot of that, so I was impressed. What I think self-care is, is a thought, feeling, and or behavior that promotes rejuvenation and growth. All right, I'm going to say that again. Self-care is a thought, feeling, and or behavior that promotes rejuvenation and growth. You feel better after it's done, like working out or eating well or sleeping well or learning something new, making progress on a goal, um, or living within your values. These kinds of things can be self-care. Now, it's not an extensive list right? And each person is slightly different. So you have to figure these things out on your own through trial and error. All right. But I do want to make it clear that self-care is not simply avoiding the stressor in your life or taking a break from it. Now, there's nothing wrong with taking a break or not being around the stressor. But what you'll notice is that as soon as you get back around the stressor, and what I mean by stressor is it can be um, an upset relationship. It can be the physical demands of taking care of your child, their needs, um, sometimes definitely their behavioral issues, um, the housework you have to do, your job, any of those things, certain family members, okay? Whatever it is that you feel is causing you stress or draining your energy or takes an extra amount of energy to deal with, okay? These are stressors. Causes your cortisol levels to go up. So you can take a break from them. You can not go around them. That's fine. But what you'll notice is that when you go back around those stressors, and some of them are in our own homes or maybe even be ourselves, we don't feel better or stronger or more ready to take, take on those challenges. We feel reburdened and restressed when we get back around them. You feel like you wanna turn right around and take another break. These are indicators that what you're doing is not actually core self-care. When you actually implement self-care, you feel rejuvenated, you feel more empowered to take on your life challenges, and you feel stronger, you feel like you're making progress, you feel healthier, and they last for a longer period of time. These are called core self-care habits, 
Okay. Things like getting up in the morning and exercising. Ugh, that's hard to do for some people. That's hard to do for me. Waking up early and taking care of yourself, doing thought work, which is a big one for me, managing my emotional world, my mental world, healing relationships. Okay, I'm always very nervous going into doing that, but I always come out on the other end better. I feel closer to them and I can use all of that energy that I was using to think about that relationship or stress about that relationship somewhere else. Eating is another thing, restricting what you eat to eat things that actually benefit and feed your body instead of stress eating or taking a break by eating chocolate, um, by eating other sorts of sweets or anything else that really you eat it and you know you can feel it in your body that it is not helping you. Okay, that's the difference between the popular self-care, eat some chocolate, eat some ice cream, Go out with your friends. And I'm not saying any of those things are bad, but what I'm saying is if you do those things and you come back to your life and you realize, hey, I don't actually feel much better and ready to take this on, I want you to consider that that's not actually caring for yourself. Okay, think of it this way. Think of yourself as from a third person perspective, like you're your child or you're someone you care deeply about, right? Think about how you care for your child. You invest money, time, planning in their education. You do extensive research in getting them the care and the resource that they need. You change your lifestyle when they need a shift in their care, when, when their needs shift and they need something different. You change your lifestyle for that. You become educated in what they need, right? Their, their disorders, their disease, their struggles, whatever it is. And then you figure out how to get them what they need by talking to the right people, initiating conversations, and doing the paperwork, right? Doing all the uncomfortable things and the tedious things to get them what they need. And you do all of these things for your child or this person that you love deeply when you don't feel like it. You do it for them when they don't feel like it. Because you know that in the long run, doing these things is going to lead to greater health, greater wellness, growth, progress. In the long run, it's the better thing to do, even though in the present when you're doing it, it's uncomfortable, it's tedious, it's even painful, right? You do this because you care about them. So I want you to think about what you're currently doing or currently not doing that could be self-care for you. The question is, when you're done doing your quote unquote self-care, do you actually feel cared for by you? And if the answer is no, you want to reconsider what you're doing. If the answer is yes, you want to understand what you are doing and why it's rejuvenating you, why it's helping you to feel better and more prepared to deal with your life and then intentionally keep doing those things. All right, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but I want to dive a little bit more into core self-care habits versus supplemental care habits. Core care habits are the habits that you have that have an impact, 
that have a high impact and lasting effects. I guess I should say a positive high impact and lasting effects on your life. Something that really boosts your energy, your strength, your overall wellness. And it does so for an extended period of time. For example, exercising, thought work, diet, sleep. A small example of how this works is when I work out and I work out enough that I break a sweat, I feel accomplished and strong. And I can tell you that I feel, I can do that workout in the morning and I will feel accomplished and I will feel strong by dinner time. still. It, it burns the rest of the day, not like my muscle burns, but like that, that fire of strength, it's burning all day. And I am reminded of it every time I go to pick up my burly two-year-old because my back doesn't hurt like it used to. And I feel strong. I can feel my muscles engaging. And that gives me another dopamine hit. It helps me feel like I can do this. Like I can take care of this kid. I can take care of myself. I can do this. And it gives me extra energy to go throughout my day and I enjoy my life more just from that small thing of working out. But I can also tell you, I do not necessarily enjoy it in the minute. The hardest part is getting myself up and getting myself to work out. And that is not enjoyable. That is hard. And that is the main reason why most of us don't take care of ourselves. We don't get over that barrier right in front of the really important core self-care actions and thoughts. We just have a hard time doing it. So the goal is to try is to like work through that or just jump over it, right? There's a lot of options. But those are the things that really help us. All right, now let's take a look at supplemental self-care. Supplemental self-care are things that are good and fun. They feel good. Supplemental self-care are things that feel good and are really fun while doing them. These are great things to have. But how you know it's supplemental is that if you drop it and you maintain doing your core self-care, that you'll still feel cared for. Let's jump into supplemental self-care. Supplemental self-care habits are those things that you do that are fun and they feel good while you're doing them, but the impact and the after effects fade quicker. You may not come back to your life feeling ready to take on all of the challenges that you have. If you were to stop doing these things, you, overall, you would still feel cared for as long as you were doing your core self-care. So this might be something like going to get a pedicure, getting your hair cut or dyed, going out with your friends to the movie theater, right? And some of those things may fall into the core as, uh, care. For me, they don't, right? So that's why I put them there. But you get to decide what is where, what goes where, and it's based on how it affects you long-term. So if you're doing something and you get home and you still feel kind of stressed, right? That might be an indicator that, hey, I didn't actually feel totally rejuvenated and doing that thing, I might wanna consider doing something else with my self-care time. And you do need to prioritize that time, right? Don't let your brain convince you that you don't have any time for yourself at all. 
Because I know you can have a mass amount of guilt being away from your child or having someone else take care of them because maybe they don't know how to do it as well. Maybe you're not finding someone that's available long enough so that you can train them so they can get really good at it. Okay? Maybe you're the only one doing it. But I promise you that if you can find some time and let your brain get creative on how to find that, you will find it and you will benefit from it. My mom used to tell me something that has really helped me in this area, which is you can't draw water from an empty well. So you got to fill it up every day. I mean, and she was right. You can't. And this is where we run into extensive exhaustion. We're not putting water in that well so that when we have to draw from it for ourselves or we're drawing from it for other people, there's nothing left. So we don't end up showing up as the person we actually want to be because we're not filling up that well with water that can keep giving for a while. This is why self-care is so important and actual self-care, which means that it's going to be tough and it's going to be a challenge, which is the main reason that we don't do it in the first place. Okay, self-care initially doesn't necessarily feel good It's hard to restrict yourself and to be disciplined and to make sure that you're taking care of yourself as if you were someone else. But thinking of it that way is one thing that can really help you get started. So I want you to do this exercise with me if you're ready to start taking care of yourself in a way that can shift your life and help you feel strong and empowered and like you're progressing and enjoy the life that you have. So I want you to take a minute and imagine with me that you are your own child or that you are that other person that you love deeply and you would go out of your way to take care of them. Okay, imagine that you are that person. Now ask yourself the question, what core self-care do they need right now? What does she need right now? Is it more sleep, good food, exercise, reading a book, Mending a relationship. Hashing out some of her past. Getting a therapist, getting a coach. What does she need right now? Now I want you to ask yourself this question. What can I do to make sure that she gets that care? Remember how much you do for your child how much time, effort, how many lifestyle changes you make. That's how you need to think about yourself. And then you need to do it for yourself. When you think of it this way, this is when self-care is transformative. This is when it fills up the well. Now that you've answered those questions, I need you to decide or actually you need you to decide that you're going to do it. And you're going to do it as if you're going out of your way to make sure that this person knows that you care about them. Go out of your way to make sure that you know you care about you, that you value you, that you appreciate what you do for yourself and for those people around you. And that it's important for you to care for yourself and to feel cared for by you. 
It's transformative, guys. I promise. All right. That's what I've got for you today. I hope you have a beautiful week and you start thinking about those things you can do for yourself. And I will see you next week on the show. Until then, take care. Take care.